Lime, thanks for sponsoring us today. I am a fan. How about you, Christian? Do you use scooters? The only one that I've ever used, the battery died on me. It rubbed me the wrong way. I think actually the one that I used, it wasn't Lime, it was... Uh, bird. No, it was Bird. I, I love how they're all one-syllable yeah, names, right. by the way. Can we be a little more creative? I wonder even what the person who named it Lime, it was obviously some kind of marketer personality. They were probably like... We asked a bunch of people and lime was associated with partying and happiness and like maybe margaritas or something. I don't know. I only care about if I'm having a scooter, whether or not the scooter is charged, essentially whether or not it works. I think they're kind of a bad product. I feel like they're almost like an overbred breed of dog. You know what I mean? How they start becoming like really sick when they're overbred because they're just dying everywhere. It's kind of a messy business. You throw a bunch of them on the street. You rely on other people to charge them up because yeah. you're trying to reduce What's costs. That? I actually tripped over one the other day. Now that I think about it. They're I just littered I, all like, over the isn't sidewalk. It, isn't that illegal? It's really an eyesore. It's like this yeah. used to be a beautiful block and now yeah, they're just like scooters. I, I heard it's totally ruined San Francisco and no one even goes there anymore. I mean, that city was already terrible. It's just trash. That whole city is trash. Which is a one syllable word. So I guess that works. Honestly, if I were to start a scooter's company, you know what the name of mine would be? It'd be thisscooterworks.com. It's just an app. There's no dot com. I take off the dot com on yeah, second just... thought. I don't have any preference for any scooter company except for the fact that Lime sponsored the show. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, sure. If we're going to root for one, we might as well root for the one then. Yeah, yeah, sure. Cool. Yep, thanks. We are here today with Thompson Chandler. Thompson was born to a pretty perfect family in a perfect neighborhood in northern Michigan. Life didn't remain that perfect for long. You were kidnapped in an incident that drew national attention in the 90s. I remember that when I was in middle school, vaguely. It was like a National Enquirer story. I've never heard of it. I was reading stuff like that even at a young age. So you. you were sold through an illegal adoption agency to two people, William and Elizabeth Huntley. I hope this isn't at all offensive, but crazy people. Oh, no, I've, I've come to accept that. They had a utopian commune, this kind of weird commune in Northern California with this sort of sex-crazed religion that William administered to his followers, I guess. So you grew up with these people, had a pretty fucking bizarre childhood. It's How many people can honestly say that they participated in an orgy presided over by their own parents? Mm. Not many, Not thank many. God. Uh, yes, thank God for that. You eventually had a falling out. You fell out with this small community and you fled to San Francisco and you have a book out, Caligula, California, which chronicles the experience and led to you being reunited with your parents. Uh, you just recently sold that. Yes, that was that was um, about a year ago when that memoir came out and lots happened in, in so that year. You, you immediately sold it? The memoir, there were a few uh, publishing houses that were interested parties. So that one sold quite quickly. And a funny story is that my photo in the book jacket, my parents saw it. They were in a Barnes and Noble and they were perusing books as they do. And wow. Yes. And they stumbled across my book, my memoir and, you know, Caligula, California, which is still available on uh, Amazon. And yeah, we'll give all those links out. Great. And yeah, so they stumbled across it and they opened it up and looked at the book jacket and they saw my photo. And what was interesting about that is, so your readers won't be able to tell, but I actually have a small, you all can see it, a small tear-shaped birthmark yeah. under my right eye. It's very distinct. It bled yeah. into a number of rituals, which I'll get into shortly. Ooh. You can imagine how a tear-shaped birthmark It does seem sort of like it's appear uh, to a cult some of, kind of mythic thing. It's like God something. crying. It really does look like a tear. I actually thought for a brief moment that you may have killed somebody. I actually get that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, he's killed someone. 
Michael. No, 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 no. He's so calm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Maybe you know, he has. Birthmark. Wow. Maybe he One has. One of the odds. The family was There's... fond of many strange rituals, but <laughs> murder actually was one of the few they did not indulge. Okay. If you're going to try to preserve some semblance of a normal childhood and you can only cross out one of the major crimes, I'd pick murder. I was thankful for it. So my, my parents stumbled across my photo in the, in the book jacket, and they recognized the birthmark, oh and God. they reached out to my publicist, who then put them in contact with me, and we've had a few parents come forward claiming to be my parents. Oh. You know, I'm so sure wait, you wrote a memoir, mm -hmm. and that memoir does not include your being reunited with your parents because it happened after the memoir. No, that is my, actually, that is what I'm here to promote right now, my second memoir, which has just been optioned by Warner Brothers, actually. Wow. So that, that's actually breaking news. Um, wow. I thought I'd share that here today, yes. That is amazing. Yeah. They're going to make a movie out about this. Uh, absolutely. They're going to also borrow Is it about from... you or about the commune? It is both because they are one and the same. From what I understand, we're going to be borrowing from book one, Caligula, California, and then we are going to be using touches of that. So did they buy options for both books? They bought options for both. The second one Double is... Double money for you. Is... Way to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a package deal. Most of what they're going to use from the second one is the second... From what I understand, it's going to be the later half half of the movie where I'm reunited yeah. with my parents and the story of that and the you know the things that have come from that as well mm. from what I understand Joaquin Phoenix is slated <gasps> to play uh, love him old uh, Thompson Chandler so that's very exciting I kind of look like him Thank I mean except much. for the tear shirt there's a, there's a I can bit see of the resemblance now that a lot of people are saying like him when he's not crazy he doesn't look crazy but he can get crazy looking when he needs yeah. to yeah which is Great what quality. drew me I actually gave some input on the casting process and I was like you know, I've always oh that must have been real fun oh it was fantastic. Oh, I've never been. Amazing. Oh, I mean, so is that you're like your first time to LA? It, it was, other than every once every 10 years, as part of the family, we would actually make trips down to Los Angeles to nag and nab a couple more, as they called it, nag and nab. Shit, I wanted to ask about your current parents and about that relationship, but we'll get there. Do you, unless you want to jump around, I'm. Let's just talk about what happened, the incident. Mm. You had parents. Yeah, let's you had, start you had there. Two great let's parents. I can't remember exactly when, but early 90s. 1992. And, I mean, you were there one night when your parents put you to sleep, mm -hmm. and you were gone the next morning. What happened? Well, obviously I was too young to remember, but... Yeah, um, right. I'm, what am I, fucking idiot? No, it's totally fine, but I can tell but you, I guess, yeah, you know what, what allegedly happened, happened yeah. um, which I've come to learn over the years. So on April 3rd, 1992, my parents put me to sleep, and then they their house was broken into and entered by two accomplices who were... This was a break and nab, which is some of the other wow. things we would do. Yes. They were stealing many children in the Michigan area, actually. They, they ended up breaking into my parents' home and kidnapping me as a... And it was part of this adoption thing. Quote unquote adoption, yes. It was an illegal adoption program that was basically um, child slavery, yeah. child slavery and also cult recruitment. So, yes, I was in their arms at the age of four years old. And so you go over. You've, you probably have very spotty memories of this. I mean, I... Very spotty. I've blocked much of this out. So there are some things that I only remember in, in small bursts of fever dreams. Fever. And then I wake up and I, I, I think to myself, that must have happened. And then I write it into my memoir. Man, that's kind of a tortured grief. It, it usually is. So do you even look happened. forward to sleeping? Is it almost distracting? It, it is. I try to sleep as little as possible in my life. Oh. Yes. How, I, many, how many hours a night? What night? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. 
Zero hours. You don't sleep at... I'm very practiced at remaining awake for long periods of time. Is that- Did you go to sleep last night? Last night, I last last night was a rest night, so I slept for two hours, and here I am, rested and rejuvenated. Two and ready hours. To go. Times up by like five, and that's what I need, which equals ten. In ten. case no one could do that in their head. We're not. We don't know calculus. I, I said <laughs> ten, but we actually had a pretty good education program yeah. in the family. What was that like? Mom, dad, aunt, uncle. Oh, those were all titles given have... within the family. Titles? Yes. Oh yes, it Wait, was an elaborate hierarchy. Well, those yeah. are normal names, aren't they? They are normal names, but in the family, they have different. Kinds Connotations, their their leadership roles within the commune of the yeah. family. Oh right. And right. Uh, they are primarily focused at mirth on the weekends. They would come over sometimes, and and they're they're the wacky ones, but they also bathe us. So yeah. wait, where does this community fall in like the political spectrum? Are they just oh, are they just radical? Just um, I mean, what are no. they? I don't even know. Are they environmentalists? They are they like pansexual people or something? It is a mostly sexually based commune. It is all based on the idea that love is free, free love should be given freely, at all times, <laughs> all the time. They were they did this in the 90s. These people should have lived in the 60s, honestly. Right. Yeah. Well, some of them had been living in the 60s, actually. Like figuratively? Oh, uh, no, no. Some of them, the, oh, grand, they were born, the grandfather the 90s, yeah. of the family only answers to one person, the grandmother. And oh. the grandmother, from what I understand, was the woman who supposedly started the free love movement in the 60s. Wow, that's traced back to a single individual? It can be. Their select newspaper clippings, if you follow them back, seem to attribute it to this. And I will tell you, based on what I experienced, I would not put it past her. If you Google Gertrude Finkel, you will see that... Did you use technology no, growing up? Oh, no. I Google. I well, just you found know out Google about now, Google. Yeah. I do now, yes. But it's still strange. It sounds strange in my mouth. I haven't been saying it for as long as you all have. I usually use Bing. <gasps> you use Bing? Yeah, I, I, I'm just hearing about Google partly because oh. I, I'm so familiar with Bing that the minute I heard about it, I was like, oh, so it's like Bing. Bing actually does is going to be one of the many sponsors for the movie version of my memoirs. Bill Gates, man. He's got it rough. I'm sure he had a hard childhood. He may well, have grown up on a commune. That's very generous of you to say that, Thompson, because you had yes, you had a crazy, insane childhood. Yes, uh, quite a bit happened. I, just for the listener who may have not read Caligula, California, I will sum up briefly what the day-to-day was like in uh, the family. So you would either wake up if it was after a rest day, or you would still be awake from the night before. If you were still awake, you were having sexual intercourse in some capacity. Sometimes we were even required to, while we were resting, to allow others to participate with our bodies while we were trying to sleep. So gotten very good at sleeping through some very hard to sleep through things. This is all just sounds utterly horrific. It was not horrific at the time. And then I came out and I found what normal is. And then I said to myself, what you lived is not normal. And it's actually horrible. Do you uh, think that we are like repressed sexually? You too, specifically? Well, just the United States. The United States. Oh, well, <laughs> I think you. that, but also I yeah. <laughs> I hear that I'm not too far from other people's opinions yeah, when I, when I, I say, okay. oh, you know, America yeah. could stand well, to free to the nipple a little really more. What is and what's not. I would think that the right childhood is somewhere between what we experienced and what Thompson experienced. I would say probably leaning more towards what we experienced Uh, than what Thompson experienced. uh, We watched a lot of Malcolm in the Middle. Curious if that's... Because that's what I've learned is like a normal family. Malcolm in the Middle is a totally popular program. For some reason, I never watched it. But I can tell that it's beloved. It is. I never watch it either. Oh, it's it's quite a good show. But who he was, I mean, Malcolm, who didn't know who he was. Brian Cranston was on there. Brian Cranston? 
I hear he's got this show. I believe it was Breaking Something. Breaking, oh, breaking. breaking. So weird because yeah. I watched Breaking, breaking, Bad. breaking Bad, Bad this morning. I haven't watched it yet, but I hear it's very good. It's an amazing show. The thing is, is you're only just getting used to just like regular world. Like yeah, the regular maybe you world. should like, start with Friends or something or Seinfeld rather than Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, I was kind of interested in it because Brian Cranston. Because you watched a lot of Malcolm. Oh, oh I love, because you oh, like. Oh, Hal is, is fantastic. You should really watch it. For, he gives a stunning performance as Hal. In Breaking Bad, he plays this really kind of scary guy. He's bad. He's bad. That's what I hear. Yeah. I hear it's a departure from his usual comedic fare. He's fair, just bad. Cranston. I think that's all you need to know. To, to his credit, I mean, he starts out pretty good, but he's always well, got good. the ability, he's always got the capability of going full fucking crazy. I mean, as Hal, he went, the boys would drive him crazy, but I'm sure this is a totally different type of crazy. I'm sure he didn't kill, like, 20 people in a day. Is that a spoiler alert? So, you just watched Malcolm in the Middle, that's it. So they didn't want you to watch everything. Do you think they might be associated with Malcolm in the Middle? Uh, yes. So we did have, you know, there were titles. There were aunts, there were uncles, there were Hal's, there were Reese's, there were Malcolm's. It was mostly for the children of the family. Tell me more about some of the friends you had and maybe how they turned out. I was friends with several Reese's and a Malcolm or two. But as a Dewey, I was highly prized as a friend. I, in the seat in the hierarchy as a Dewey is quite high. This is meta, man. This well, is meta. I can barely keep up. They committed all the way to this society they're creating. Yes, and whatever for, for reference, was. for those of you who don't know are familiar with Malcolm in the Middle. Reese is the tough older oh. brother. Yeah. Everyone's Malcolm. about to be, let me Yes, tell you. yes. Well, I'm just going to give the how it played into our roles in the family They as were well. big, believe, your, your family believed in archetypes and stuff like that. Like in Caligula, California, you talk about it briefly. Mm-hmm. This obsession with archetypes in Jungian. Entire chapter called You're Not the Boss of Me Now. And it is about all the roles of Malcolm in the Middle and how they played into our day-to-day lives. I feel like the theme song of we the need show. to do some research on who the producers were for this show, mm. parents. Yeah, I mean, how did they get money? How did they do all this operation? Yeah. I mean, what kind of broader support really, network do they have in order to be able to we should look into pull this. this off? Okay, just the land. The land that this thing took is Northern California, and you said it was something like 150 acres. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but maybe you didn't mention it, because I did just skim the book. Yeah, sorry, we didn't have a chance to read it. Yeah. The last it sounds like you have a the Doug thing? highlighted version. Okay. Do you know how much Doug read? I think he read the I whole thing. I think he read it four times, because I think he, I think we he, make I him do like, that. Okay, so he read it enough. He thought it was fascinating. Read. He told Liz, he was like, more than anything, I'd like to get the chance to talk to Thompson Chandler. He wants... Of come. course, we're not going to let him do that. This is not the Today. Doug show. There's a reason that he's that he's got the role he does. He's, of course, not going to talk to yeah. you. Yeah, nice try, Doug. All right, well, maybe I'll talk to him privately sometime. You know, maybe. We'll talk about it. But anyways, larger point being, we missed some details. What's the wider support network of this weird group? How do they even buy that 150-acre plot of land? And have we nailed the real bad guys here? I mean, this. Yeah. I'm sorry if you don't even think they're bad guys. To be judgmental at all. They kidnap no, no, kids. No, no. They I, kidnap like kids I've said, bad. we're really not judging. Like, yeah. like I've said, I've I'm judging them for kidnapping, though. Yeah, a little bit. You should rain your full judgment upon them, honestly. What they were doing is not right, and it was not normal. Even by Malcolm in the Middle standards, it was very obscene. You were to have one shout out right now. Like a shout out or like a... If you were to say this is what Thompson's all about. What I'm all about? I guess I'm all about being the kid in the early 90s who was stolen and put into a utopian sex commune. What I guess that's briefly the summation of my, my main thing I'm but about. But what do you want and people... And wrote some memoirs on it I would add on to what the peop- end. What do you want people to walk away thinking now? Because you've come a long way. Yeah, Thank what's you. the moral of the story? I would say don't get kidnapped and put into a sex cult. I would also say 
say have fun but also watch malcolm in the middle it's a great program and i would also say that cults are bad not all communes are cults so there are good communes out there they're good absolutely what about the amish you think the amish are good or bad i hate the amish i won't tolerate them no technology that's disgusting you love technology i love technology you've picked up fast i mean you've got a quite i mean you got an apple watch thank you i mean you're like you're playing i have to check some text messages really quickly just I'm just, I don't even have. I don't have an Apple oh, Watch. I don't even know how you're doing. Wow, yeah. I didn't even know you could do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Wrist. Oh, this is. There's so much this can wow. do. Wow, I, I have a lot to learn also from has you. Some kind of outlet on it. What is that all about? I've gotten very into tech. I'm a bit of a gearhead now that I'm out because uh, we weren't allowed much technology in the family. So the minute I got out, it was like coming to the future from the... It's like the movie Blast from the Past. I haven't seen that movie. I'm still working on catching up on the classics, but Mm. I hear it's good. Don't worry about that one. I've dived into the deep end with tech. Yes, I do have quite a bit of tech. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool, yes. I've really enjoyed it. So the movie... We gotta do the movie. I want to learn a little bit more about the movie. I want to hear about the emotional response of your parents when that reunion came. As you can imagine, they were quite... Biological parents. Biological yes, parents, the biological yeah. parents, yeah. yes. yes. Let's so let's go. go with that movie. Who's directing this? Or that, is that that's right? actually all I can announce right now is who's playing uh, okay. me. But okay. I can tell you the director as well. It will be Spike Lee. Yeah. And... Wes Anderson. Together. Together. They're doing, oh. one's doing one part, one's doing the second part, which will be available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Yeah, Caligula, California 2, Sex Electric Boogaloo. That's the second one. That's the name of my second memoir, yes. Honestly, the first one sold pretty well. I think you're doing pretty well for yourself. You oh, can yes, afford Apple Watches and all these other things. Maybe uh, sponsorship. New York Times bestseller for three months You run. might be a Barnes & Noble sponsor too, right? They're one of my sponsors. I knew it. Do you honestly think, I don't, and, and Johnson, I don't, wanna, I don't wanna judge you. You've been through so much and like Thanks you deserve so all the success. Yeah. But do you think Thank you that so much. the, the you. second book, I mean, with that title and do you think you might be indulging in the sex to kind of be salacious? I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm sorry if that's offensive. It's sort of it's a, a lurid, satirical you know? look at movies and TV on yeah. our society, but also it's mostly about my re- reuniting with my parents. The reference to Sex Electric Boogaloo, it is just a reference to an old movie. And if you read the book, not calling you out on the fact that you haven't read the first one. We, we highlighted it. We read the highlights. We read the highlighted parts. Right. Let's yeah. give us some credit. You thoroughly skimmed it, I believe. So that, uh, if you read this one, you will discover the chapter and how that plays into the reuniting with the parents and how that movie is particularly had a strong play in that relationship. That's awesome. Thank you. That was a great response. You put me in my place, I think. I, so I didn't mean to get up on my high horse. I wasn't trying to demean what your right for not I reading my book. even talk about your experience? I mean, you went through the ringer. I did. I did. So I hope this movie... Do is... you want to hear about the sex? All the sex we had? I, I feel I, like know, we were just dancing want, around I mean, the, the elephant is, I in thought, the room. I, I didn't want to bring it up. It was like no, no, no. I feel like as an interviewer, you should. Um, yeah, okay. Let's go there. I mean, it's a little bit... You know, let's go there. Let's I, go are there. you ready? Yeah. Sure. Should we brace the the audience? Let's let's point, keep oh, it. Three, yeah, let's keep it. Let's keep it let's PG. Keep it like 17. rated R, yeah. but not NC seventeen. Yeah, definitely do that. not NC seventeen. Keep it on like a. It could win the Academy Award. Make it like. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to explain that. This you could know, win the Academy lurid. Award. It's not too lurid. Oh, I see. I see. So it could be contending for the yeah. Academy Award. Yeah. Remember, like, he doesn't know what those are. The Academy Award is a. I yeah. know what I know what it is. Yeah, we Moonlight. have this group Should've of people, won. mostly old La La geezers. Land, Moonlight, the, the scandal. Know, they're, they're these bunch of old geezers that live out in like North Hollywood that were you know in <laughs> some movie in the '50s and they got and they're in some Academy and they vote for these movies and it's just strange that all of America is like it won the Best Picture. Yeah. These sixty-year-old people in the middle of nowhere think it's great. 
When you put it that way, that's that's quite bizarre. Yeah, we we, we really we really treated it as like you know the ultimate standard of Some artistic people. merit. Yeah. Moonlight was very good. I have seen that. That was that hit the top of my list. We don't need to talk about that. Let's talk about the sex. So let's talk about well the sex real quick, and then we're going to talk to your par- about your parents' reaction, oh. and then we're going to plug for the book, give the sponsors, and we'll. We'll let everybody go back to their much less interesting aspects of their day. So what would you like to know exactly? Well, okay, let's just do... Let's what say, age? Yeah, what age? Did it oh, start? immediately. But it starts very light with some light feather tickling. That was primarily my duty as a Dewey from four to eight. Wow, feather tickling. Okay. Okay. Sounds innocent, but it, I don't even want to ask enough. what it is. Let's just Nothing well, let's not even ask what it is. Before, let's just say it's feather tickling. I think the viewer can imagine. And then what? Um, well, from four to eight, you're a Dewey. And you do quite a lot of feather tickling. And also, uh, it is your job to elicit pranks and mischief into the family. Okay. Um, But very naughty. You get spanked when you do naughty things as a Dewey. But sometimes that sounds kind of erotic. But when I was a kid, when I did quote-unquote naughty things, I got spanked too. Yeah, and it wasn't in a fun way. Um, you know, I don't know if I ever did. I think I was spanked. a good kid. You Whether you were good or bad as a Dewey, you got spanked, just in different ways. So, so from four to eight, you're a Dewey, and then from eight to thirteen, you're a Malcolm, and then from thirteen to seventeen, you're a Reese. You said Reese is like the, the in charge. Reese is the the older one, yeah. but not the oldest. The oldest you turn is into a Frankie. Howl when you're eighteen. No, no, no. You're Frankie from eighteen to twenty-four, and okay. then from twenty-four on, you're a Howl. Or a Lois, Anything but it's the three boys fr- from then on, regardless of gender. Well, I mean, there's some structure to that life, there I is. guess. I also got spanked. I'm going to guess that you had some different types of spankings than I had. But, you know, all in all, totally bizarre childhood. I think we can all agree. And But you, you turned out to be, for the most part, it's just interesting. pretty normal, I think. Thank you. I really appreciate you saying so. Malcolm, Malcolm is the really heavy stages. where That's where you've, you know, 8 to 13. That, for them, is a very big age. It's when you are in the middle. That's why they go off of yeah. that. And they, uh, they put you in, literally in the middle oh, of several this adults. This is like a sort of mythic culture around this movie. Adults. Or it's a TV show. Yes. And you probably it's how we know the TV show. Like, Liz yeah. and I learned the Old Testament or something when we were right. growing up. The families was Malcolm in the Middle. The Old Testament is filled with some crazy shit. Abraham just fucking... That's on my list as well. No, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, actually, you probably should. Should I check it out? Honestly, yeah. there's got to be like I think a cliff yours notes. Is probably there's got to be a cliff notes somewhere on it. Okay. So tell us about your your newfound relationship with your biological parent. You know, it's like meeting strangers that you've known your whole life. Because I, the minute I saw them, I knew these are the people that let me get kidnapped, and also oh. the people who yeah. brought me into this world. Yeah, they didn't lock the window. She blamed herself yeah. for a window was wide open. Do you know yeah. what they, it was? Oh, it was the window. It was unforced entry. I, I said forced before, but they, I, I, I put it in quotes. I know the listener Well, they had hear, to apply but, force to raise the window, right. but the window wasn't itself locked. Yes, so it and it couldn't a, actually go up anymore. The window was wide open. So they left you, it open? They left the window wide open. My do parents. you think they wanted you to get kidnapped? They, they probably just wanted him to get a cool breeze or something. But honestly, who wants a baby to get a cool breeze? Why did they leave that window open? They didn't make it not ideal for a kidnapper. They kind of alerted local kidnappers to my presence. I think that's what probably initially drew the family to mm. that window that night. Um, but you forgive them? I have and forgiven them for that. And it seems like you have a good relationship with them now. Yes, we are very close. And they very, seem like they, they were going through a tough now. period in their lives, but they kind of sort of turned it around. Your mom went back. She got her degree. She actually went into law enforcement. She had a PhD in criminal studies and 
She dedicated her whole life to getting me back. Why you would go through the, so all the work of making it basically apparent to kidnappers that your baby is up for grabs and then dedicate your, from what I understand, from what she's told me, she had serious remorse about it the minute I was gone. She said, quote, oh no, what have I done? I can't believe I thought that was a good idea. I love my child. I wish that I hadn't made it perfectly available for somebody to take my child. And then immediately just 180'd on that opinion and went right into law enforcement, right into criminal science, just, right into forensics. Just complete change of heart. And your dad... Divorced her immediately. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. mean, he, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a blind side to him. He still felt that way. But um, over time, I guess, it, 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 the 180 happened for him, but yeah, it wasn't, he went as, it full wasn't on as fast forensics. as it was. He, you know, he got his master's in criminal science as well. He became a law he, enforcement he, officer. It sounds like he really is in love with your mom. Well, they got remarried. Years later, when they were both on the force, they both made sergeant. Yeah. Uh, and then they got remarried after 10 years of separation. I can see the, your story not making one movie, but making two movies. That's... Because you have the first story, which is like, I can see this, this, this kidnapping and this, this growing up and this cult. But then I can see a second story just focusing on the relationship of your parents. It's kind of like the Godfather person. Please don't say Godfather. That's very, uh, very similar to some of the roles, that, one of the roles in the family. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, sorry. No, it's I okay. triggered you. It's okay. It's grandfather, but it's yeah. very close, and it still produces a chemical reaction inside me that I have difficulty oh. controlling some time. Do you all have any um, hand lotion? We do. Could I? We do. Could I? Actually, tell you what. Sorry. That's actually a good segue. I think we draw it to a close. We give you your hand lotion. Fantastic. <laughs>